Most internal sales meetings suck. In fact, most reps who attend internal sales meetings despise the internal sales meeting. On this week's episode of the Sales Playbook Podcast, we're going to talk about, first of all, what makes an internal sales meeting suck, but more importantly, what you can do about it. My name is Paul Castain from Castain Training Systems, and I'm the author of the YourSalesPlaybook.com blog and your host for the Sales Playbook Podcast. I've personally trained over 50,000 sales reps, sales leaders, and business owners to sell more. So get your playbooks ready, because school is now in session. This week's episode of the Sales Playbook Podcast is brought to you by our brand spanking new webinar. It's going to touch on a topic that every sales manager needs to address. You ready? You ready for this? We're going to be talking about how to rock your sales team meetings. It all takes place on July 27th. Going to be talking about it at the end of the podcast. But if you're impatient like me and you want to learn more now, Please visit YourSalesPlaybook.com slash sales meetings that rock. Let's get right down to business. I don't like a lot of the proverbial dicking around and belaboring the point and all the cutesy shit that people do on their other podcasts. Next thing you know, you're looking at the clock. Hey, we're 15 minutes into this and they've done nothing, man. It's a lot of foreplay here. We got to do the deed already. So anyway. Let's, uh, let's talk about this business of kind of unsuckifying sales reps that I've trained. The fact that as a sales manager in the very beginning, I made some of the dumbest mistakes ever. In fact, you guys will never outdumb me when it comes to much administrative things. Uh, especially, I mean, people don't want to take a break from making money to go through a bunch of administrative things. Uh, you will note that most salespeople, the way they're wired, they really don't want to talk about that kind of stuff, right? There's really not a lot of value in that. And to me, if you need to do it, you know, a lot of that could be uh, an email, right? It doesn't have to be something that we have to dedicate time in a meeting to. That's number one. The other thing too is a lot of tangents and a lot of people just love to hear themselves speak. Um, it should be no shock to you that as salespeople, we, we are a bit talkative. And many times I see this with more of the veterans on a team. They love to tell their war stories and go on and on and on. And that could be a bit much. Also, the sales managers can be quite uh, guilty of this. I've seen, and I have done this one, this mistake, where a lot of the sales managers are talking, well, you know, when I was a sales rep, and they go on and on and on, kind of like this whole back-in-the-day shit, and uh, sales reps usually don't like that. They, they really don't care. Um, there are other things too, but one of the ones that I think, well, well, certainly negativity and turning that whole sales meeting into a bitch fest. And the managers think that they're doing their team a service by giving them the outlet to vent. I don't think it should be done in with, with other sales reps. I think give them that opportunity to vent behind closed doors because see, when you vent, in a sales meeting that to me should be designed to build up layers of body armor, you're actually stripping away body armor and you are demotivating 
the team. So, I mean, I think that stuff should be done behind closed doors. But really, at the top of the list, one of the things that I personally despise is um, reviewing each sales rep's numbers and projections and forecasts in the sales meeting. And before you write me off as a bit of a dick here, uh, I don't mind doing it once in a while, man. It's crunch time. It's the end of the quarter or end of the month and just kind of having that kind of accountability in front of your peers. But to do it on a regular basis is really not valuable to the team. Now, I'm going to say something rather harsh. It, it, it may offend you, but if you've been listening to me for a while, you know that that's kind of what we do here, right? <laughs> Not, you know, things to do, offend my audience, but I mean, kind of like that straight talk. Um, I, I, as a sales rep, I have to be honest with you, I really don't give a shit what Mary is going to sell this month. I, I know that's nasty, but I don't. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to be real about this with you. I don't. And any sales rep that tells you that they do, I think is full of shit. They don't care what Mary's going to sell. And they don't care what Todd is projecting or whatever. And you know what? In fairness, those people don't care what you're going to sell either or what I'm going to sell. They don't because you see there's not a a lot of value in being taken away from your ability to make money. And what do I mean by that? Like having a meeting right? Having a meeting during game time, and now you're not in the game. You're not making phone calls. You're not negotiating deals. You're not doing demos. Is that to listen to what Mary thinks she's going to effing sell this month? I mean, seriously, like, <laughs> it's, it's, it, that, that is, to me, the biggest abuse of the sales meeting. That, that is great in a one-on-one. That's, you know, great offline, it's, I, I just can't see spending a lot of time in a sales meeting. So what can we do about this before? Because I don't want to go on, this is what makes sales meetings suck and, and all that. I want to get into really what you can do about it. There's a lot of things you can do about it. But today, I, I, I want to focus on one thing that will instantly add value to the sales meetings. You ready for this? Spend and start you know, to add more value by simply putting more time of the sales meeting dedicated to educating the sales team. So let me say that again, and then let me tell you the areas that I think salespeople should be educated on, because you may think you have this figured out, but I have some that may open your eyes today that maybe you haven't thought of. But spend more, dedicate more of the sales meeting to educating towards educating the sales team. What areas should they be educated on? And some of these you're going to say, duh. Some of them I really think you should jot down. The first one is, yeah, selling skills, duh, right? But we all say, duh, but how, how much of our time are we spent actually like util- like learning skills that matter? Not some one-on-one shit that we've heard a million times and, you know, it's it, it just... Things that like actually are going to connect with and resonate with the sales team. That's number one. Number two, product knowledge. I don't like to spend a tremendous amount of time on product knowledge unless maybe there's a launch or there's areas of the business where people just aren't as good as they should be. I have a different spin 
on what kind of things you could do for product knowledge, which I'll share with you in a minute. So that's number two. So far, we have selling skills. We have product knowledge. We also have business acumen. I want to stop there for a second. I think that is a big area for improvement with sales reps, really understanding how a business runs and certain areas of the business and and even how these financial buyers think, I think is very, very important. And then last but not least, managing your own psychology. This is an area that you would benefit from being educated on on a regular basis. Your team will benefit from this. Let me say it again, and then let me give you examples like, what the hell do I mean by that? Managing your own psychology. We all have to agree right now, like a, you know, just like kind of a group kind of uh, high five on this one. There's a lot of ups and downs in sales. And I think it's important that we learn to manage our emotions through that. I think also in terms of managing our own psychology, there are times, not just in sales, but in life, but since we're talking about sales and this is a sales podcast, there are days that we've all had where we are in the zone, right? We're in that zone. It's almost like we could walk out in the traffic and come out unscathed. There are other days where it's, <laughs> spell your name. Uh, my brain is just, you know, I'm out of sync. I'll never forget that. That was the term one of my sales managers was using. One day he was just having a bad day. He goes, man, Paul, I am just so out of sync today. And we've all had those out of sync days, but how about spending some time and educating sales reps on how to access those peak performance states a lot quicker? Right, I think that's kind of important. So the four areas that I think you should spend time, there are others you could add to this. This hopefully will get you thinking, but I'll give you a little tip on how you could educate your sales team in this area. Selling skills, product knowledge, business acumen, managing your own psychology. So there are a lot of ways that you can educate your sales team. Before I give you one of them, I want to emphasize the importance of having multiple ways of teaching the sales team. Why? Because we all seem to learn best when those educational moments come at us from different angles and there's some repetition. So, you know, while we're going to discuss one today, your goal is to find multiple ways of educating your sales team on some of these different areas. So, The one thing that I want to suggest to you that a lot of sales teams don't do is this concept. I call it having a special guest star come to your meeting. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, it could be, you know, somebody kind of calling into the meeting or coming there face to face. Now, I'm going to take three of the four areas that I gave you, right? We were talking about selling skills, product knowledge, and all that, right? So I'm going to take three of the areas because I just don't want to go on and on and on about it. I want to give you example examples of how you could use kind of a special guest star to educate the sales team. So let's take selling skills, right? Well, first of all, and I'm talking to the sales managers right now, when you witness a sales rep just rocking the hell out of a particular selling skill, you should consider having them teach the sales team that selling skill in the next sales meeting. So let me give you an example. Let's just say your sales rep really did an amazing job of negotiating 
with um, a new client. Well, maybe they should talk about it and talk like kind of almost like a case study. Hey, here's what happened. Here's what they were throwing at us. Here's some obstacles. Here's how we overcame them. Here's what they said. Here's how I responded. You could do things like that, right? So that's something that you can do in terms of selling skills. What if you have a sales rep? that just is amazing at prospecting but maybe you know more specifically they write some kick-ass emails or they're very good at using creativity maybe they should come into the sales meeting and share that with the team right that could be something that's very very helpful right the other thing that you can do and i just had another one come to me i'm going to see if uh i can get over my senior moment here and remember what the hell it was um, that you can do in terms of uh, sharing things with the sales team. Oh, I know what I was going to say. You may have uh, certain sales reps that are amazing at cert- selling into certain verticals or they just got into uh, a new vertical. And by the way, I need to share something with you. I almost used a word that I hate when sales reps use because my inner sixth grader just wants to start giggling and stuff. And, and then I feel like I'm going to get like sent out in the hallway by the teacher or whatever it is. I almost said penetrate um, other verticals. And um, if you've ever been through my training, um, you're not allowed to say the word penetrate in my class because we're just uh, a bunch of sixth graders and people are going to laugh. You probably laughed when I just said penetrate admit it or at least got shocked like well penetrate but anyway it's just uh, <laughs> i just I, I don't like when people say that word in my class i just want to laugh but um no but they could talk to the team about um <laughs> i i said i wouldn't use the word penetrate uh how they would penetrate <laughs> those uh those verticals see i'm just uh, i never grew up 57 years old folks and uh mentality of a sixth grader might as well start writing my blog in crayon but anyway you could also have outside guests i mean uh not to give a plug for yours truly but uh you know like have a sales trainer come in like me i mean i don't charge an arm and a leg to, to, to come in and talk to your team and go over a particular sales skill. We're not talking about something that is going to be seven hours as, as a guest. You can have somebody come in and just, you know, like a little 30-minute type of talk to the team. That's kind of uh, important. The next area, we talked about selling skills. <coughs> the next area is product knowledge. So I want to kind of give you a different way of going about that. So when I worked for Dale Carnegie, one of the things that we sold was assessment. So what did we do? We had the sales rep come in and talk to us about the assessments and stuff and really kind of pulled back the curtain and took us behind the scenes because I'm just a learning junkie. One of the things that that sales rep did for me that could have easily been done for all the other sales reps Um, He made uh, the PhD that created the assessment available to me. And I actually had a talk, a really deep uh, talk, where I insisted that this PhD dumbed it down from my sixth grade brain and write the shit in crayon for me so I could understand it. Uh, It was very, very helpful. I'll tell you something else. I worked for a, a franchise many years ago started as a sales rep i was uh then eventually ranked 12th out of 300 sales uh 375 sales reps internationally 
And then I eventually ran the state of New Jersey for them, had about 150 people reporting to me. One of the things that really helped me as a sales rep was that the sales manager at the time had our director of operations come into the sales meetings quite regularly, by the way, as a guest. Now, probably once a month, once every other month. And the director of operations also was involved in the training of the franchise owners. Now, this was a cleaning company. So it was pretty cool because one time he taught us about carpet cleaning, like hands-on where, okay, I want you to use the machine, taught us about stripping floors, the methods that they used in cleaning to the customers, right? Because we learned it from a different perspective. And we could even say, well, you know, I know this because I actually did this because I went through some of the franchise owner training myself. So that was very, very helpful, right? Again, the concept that we're talking about here is is, is the special guest star, somebody else coming in and, and training us on some stuff, okay? So the other thing that you could do, let's talk about business acumen. Again, I gave you four areas. I'm only going to cover three right now because I just want you to really run with the concept of having special guest stars, whether it be internal or external special guest stars. But the whole idea of business acumen, you know, you could have your CFO or your controller <coughs> review some of the basics with your sales team. Like, how about things like P&Ls? 10K. Don't we hate as salespeople those, like we call them bean counters and those financial people, even their own team with the prospects team, right? Kind of hates them. Oh, there goes Jerry again, typical bean counter. And, you know, we don't spend time getting into their head and we really have to know what makes them tick in order to get into their head and speak their language, right? That whole analytical type. It's very, very important. So, you know, those are some of the things that you could do in your meeting. So now, listen, folks, I could go on and on and on, but I really want to stop right there. If you want to create instant value, first of all, stop all that other nonsense where, you know, there's the whole bitch fest and complaining and, you know, oh, back in the day as a sales rep, I did this and letting people go on and on and on on these tantrums and talking about projections and administrative shit, all that stuff. And instead, for now, dedicate more time of your sales meetings toward educating the team. And we said one way to do it is to utilize the special guest stars. Now, they could be internal or they could be external. Before you go, I just want to let you know that there are actually lots of ways that you could make your internal sales meetings more valuable. We're going to be discussing lots of specifics, and I'm also going to include, you ready for this, 10 suggested topics for your internal sales meetings. Now, we're going to be doing all this on July 27th from 11.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And as always, if you can't join us live, sign up anyway, because I always send out the webinar replay. If you'd like to learn more, and I'm hoping you'll join us for it, because if you've been listening to me for a while, you've been following me for a while, I have never touched on this subject. This is brand spanking new material. Now, one last thing I want to say before I give you the link. You might be a sales rep listening to this and saying, yeah, Paul, you know, sounds interesting, but I don't run a team. 
I would, I'm going to encourage you to sign up anyway, not because they just want to make more money, right? That's kind of cool too. But there's two reasons why I think you should sign up. Number one, you might run a sales team someday, and it might be good to get this kind of skill set and start working the muscle group. But even if you say, nah, Paul, sorry, nice try to get my money, I want to tell you another reason why you want to attend this, because I'm going to be talking about skills that you could easily use in your demos, in your needs analysis, your discovery calls. Anytime you're going to be running a meeting with a potential client, you can fall back on a lot of the skills that I'm going to cover in this webinar. So to learn more, I want you to visit yoursalesplaybook.com slash sales meetings that rock all one word, all lowercase letters, yoursalesplaybook.com slash sales meetings that rock. With that, I'm Paul Castain from yoursalesplaybook.com. I am wishing you an incredible week ahead. Go get them. The Sales Playbook Podcast is a Castane Training Systems production. Subscribe to our sales newsletter by visiting yoursalesplaybook.com slash subscribe.